Hey everybody, and welcome to Rabbit Thrumplings, Podcast 332. This time I have a little bit to say about Rage 2, and just a very teeny bit to say about a super cute game called Ghost of a Tale. And that's it for this time. Hopefully you'll enjoy the show. So since it was too good of a deal not to pass up, uh, and as far as I know, it's uh, still being offered, I grabbed the Xbox Game Pass for three months at uh, $1 a month. So that is a super great deal, and I decided to get uh, Rage 2 to check out, because once upon a time that was a game I really, really wanted to play, and so since it's on the Game Pass, I thought I would check it out. I haven't spent a ton of time on it because I tend to play uh, my single-player games uh, offline uh, in the evening when I don't have a connection. If I do have a connection, you know, I want to play my MMO or my shooter. You know, I don't spend uh, too much time on single-player games uh, when I have access to online, but for some reason, uh, this one requires you be online and connected. I got another game which I haven't even checked out yet uh, off the Game Pass, but it was the same kind of thing. It wouldn't let you play uh, offline. So I think I've only played Rage 2 for about two or three hours. Uh, Part of that uh, is also due to the fact that my system, uh, being an NVIDIA 770 and considered uh, obsolete, you know, they're not supporting it anymore, uh, it has driver issues. So every... 30 or 45 minutes it'll just crash or you know you get into a really big fight and there's pretty much a 50-50 chance it'll just crash so in the like three hours I've been playing it's probably crashed maybe uh, half a dozen or a dozen times so you know that kind of discourages me from playing it uh, too much because it's pretty frustrating play for you know half an hour 45 minutes and then all of a sudden it crashes you know in the middle of what you're doing uh, that's not, you know, a super huge deal. I can usually just get back in, and it's a checkpoint save system, so I haven't lost anything uh, too much so far. But if you're on a newer system, uh, which probably everybody is, it uh, shouldn't be an issue. But if you're like me and you play, uh, you know, single-player games offline, uh, that would be an issue, because uh, if you're on the Game Pass, uh, I guess that version requires you be online. Anyways... Super big rambly upfront uh, section there. But basically, Rage 2 is an expanded uh, science fiction version of Mad Max. Which isn't really surprising because the people who made the Mad Max game uh, sort of combined with people from id uh, to make Rage 2. And so that's why it feels uh, very similar in its open world nature of you go here. Uh, You go there, there's quests to do in those areas, but mostly you can go, you know, wherever you want. 
Mad Max was one of the few uh, open world games I really liked, and so I do get quite a lot of that feel also with Rage 2. However, the menu system in Rage 2 feels really clunky in comparison to Max, especially since you're going from this really super fast, uh, hyper-adrenaline, high-octane uh, sci-fi shooting to coming to pretty much a dead halt uh, if you go into the menu system. It just really feels disconnected and uh, doesn't quite work. There's also a few times, and it's really, really rare. I, I think you probably won't see them uh, very often once you actually get into the game, but a few times when it introduces a new character uh, who's you know a main good guy or uh, potentially a bad guy person, it will, again, sort of stop the game entirely, uh, give sort of a bio page and have uh, the main character talk about them very briefly, which, again, just feels really disconnected and disjointed uh, from the high-action nature of the game. Also, sort of the UI and the design of the game, at least on keyboard and mouse, uh, feels a bit clunky. There's sort of a lot of key combos you'll have to do for the special powers, and while this wouldn't be a big deal on controller, you know, you just push two buttons, it's not a big deal on controller. Uh, on PC, it's kind of a big deal because you always have to use, uh, you know, those three fingers for movement. And so if you have to move one off to, you know, hit a button combo with, you know, that and, you know, a mouse button, it's a lot more complex than, you know, just pushing a couple buttons on a controller because, you know, you're using thumbstick for movement and so your, your fingers are all free to hit buttons. So I don't know that they really considered uh, how the controls would work on a keyboard and mouse. It's not that great. I haven't tried it with a controller I'm kind of hesitant to because it's a shooter, and I always prefer shooters uh, on keyboard and mouse. So that's another reason why I haven't played uh, too much is because the buttons uh, for the powers are a little bit weird. I find myself kind of not doing the powers uh, anywhere as much as I should, uh, just because the button combos are really weird or awkward. Also another weird thing they do is they have sort of a I guess it's more an MMO-style uh, pickup system where you go to a, a thing and you pick it up by clicking a button. And I really agree with sort of Doom's style of automatically just picking up everything around when you either walk by or walk close to it. Because here it's, again, really super high action. And then, oh, I gotta stop to pick up this ammo. Click, click, click. Oh, I gotta stop to pick up this stuff on the shelf, click, 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 click. It feels really slow and sort of uh, MMO role-playing game paced, but again, that just doesn't quite mesh well with the super high-octane uh, shooter style that they've got going. It's kind of like you're going from uh, full speed to a dead stop. The music and sound effects are really great. I don't know what it is about ID games, but I always play them uh, so much louder uh, than other games, especially the music. I'll turn the music down uh, in most games, but with the id games, I tend to uh, crank up the music and sound quite a bit. In the history of probably tens of thousands of games I've played, uh, by far, uh, id software games are the ones I play uh, the loudest. The sound effects are also 
uh, pretty dead on and very cool. Again, I've only played a few hours, uh, so I haven't experienced too many of the sound effects. Uh, but from what I have, they're all really great. Again, like I said, I picked this up on the Xbox Game Pass, which is for uh, Xbox as well as PC. So I highly recommend if you have that uh, and you're interested in uh, shooter slash open world kind of games, uh, definitely check it out. I would say if you don't have access to that, uh, I don't know its current price, but I would say uh, probably wait until it's on sale for about maybe 35 bucks. Uh, I would say it's probably uh, going to be worth that. Again, I don't know the full playtime. Uh, I haven't gotten to play very much because, you know, it crashes and I have to play uh, online when I'd rather be doing other things. But if that's not an issue to you, uh, which for most people wouldn't be, uh, you know, check it out or uh, buy it if you are interested. Ghost of a Tale is something I haven't played too much of. I think I've played uh, somewhere between two and three hours. I just wanted to briefly mention it because it's a indie game, but I think uh, it didn't get a lot of attention when it came out. I know I heard about it when it came out, but I don't think there was a lot of news uh, or attention uh, in general. And I think uh, for a few reasons it should be looked at if you're uh, interested. It's on the Steam Winter Sale until I think January 2nd. Uh, for something like $16, so it is super cheap. It is a super cute tale uh, in third-person view, I guess you would call it, uh, of a little mouse named Tilo, and he was a minstrel who was playing uh, for the Rat King, and the Rat King was a big poo head and put him uh, and his wife in prison. Uh, it didn't really say why, uh, he just kind of had an outburst and threw them in prison. So the game is about you uh, being in prison, trying to escape, uh, and find your wife, and get away from the bad king. So at its core, it's kind of a stealth game. Uh, I do believe you could kill characters, maybe. Uh, I have no interest in killing the characters, but I know uh, one of the outfits you can collect is uh, fighting-based, and another one I have uh, collected for a quest. Uh, it does have sort of fighting stats, so again, it might have some fighting. But so far, I am uh, sneaking around the jail and the area just outside the jail, and I'm trying to collect uh, different outfits. I personally am looking for the thief outfit, but I have a quest uh, to go uh, pretend to be one of the guards, so I need to get a suit of armor. So a lot of the game is you're sneaking around, uh, trying not to get caught. If you get caught, they'll chase you and kind of whap uh, your head until you fall unconscious, and then... Uh, you have to restart from your last starting point. So it is super cute, uh, super fun, a lot of stealth. Uh, there's not a whole lot of stealth games out there. Uh, there's not a whole lot of games that aren't uh, based on killing a bunch of people. Here, you know, you'll uh, boop the guard in the head or uh, drop a thing that makes them fall down. And they'll just kind of be dizzy and sleep uh, for maybe a minute. And then they'll get back up again. So it's a good one for teens, or if you uh, don't want to play a game that involves killing people, 
you know, it's really super cute and super fun. The music is nice. It's, I think, more atmospheric than not. Uh, so there's not a whole lot of, uh, you know, constant background music. It sort of builds in the tense points and uh, sort of eases off as you get into more uh, calm or spooky environments. It does have puzzle elements as well. You kind of aren't told uh, what to do. Though, you know, a little text thing will appear if something comes up that you can interact with. But it's not like it's going to flash and be like, do this. It's like you have to figure out, oh, I have uh, this thing and I want to get this other thing. Hmm, hmm, if I maybe go over there or maybe uh, traverse over to that point, I can, I can do the thing. So it's pretty cool. I like it quite a bit. Uh, like I said, it's super cheap. So I would definitely recommend that. I've played it for two or three hours. I'm having a lot of fun with it. I could see some people who weren't really into sort of older school, uh, kind of look around and find the thing uh, to open the thing kind of games. Like right now, I've got probably a dozen different keys that I've found, and each key opens a specific thing. Like right now, I'm looking for an armory key, and there's a chest that's locked. I don't even know what the key is that opens it. But I have to go find those keys uh, and then go back to the area and unlock the area. So it's one of those kind of, I guess, uh, the old school term for it would be adventure game where you're trying to solve puzzles, you're trying to escape. It's not really about fighting. But if you are interested in checking that out, uh, I would highly recommend it at its uh, on sale price or even its regular price at 20 bucks. I first found it on the EA uh, Origin Game Pass. Uh, because with the Xbox Ultimate Game Pass, you get uh, EA Origin for a month. So I saw it there. Uh, I sort of started playing it and then decided, yeah, you know what? It's on sale on Steam. I'll, I'll get it forever. And then um, have a lot of fun with it. Plus, the EA Game Pass uh, required I play it online. So, like Rage 2, uh, you know, I wasn't playing it very much because I couldn't play offline. And this is 100% single player uh, offline kind of game. So now that I have it on Steam, I can play it uh, offline. But it's super cute, super fun, and I would highly recommend it if you're looking for something uh, that's not about killing or uh, not super stressful. So that's it for this week's podcast. Hopefully everybody has having a super safe and super good uh, Christmas time. And hopefully you'll have a uh, super safe and super good New Year time. Because the next podcast won't be uh, for three weeks. So I think that's like mid-January. I don't know what I'll talk about. Uh, hopefully I'll have something cool to talk about. There's no uh, donations. There were a few Christmas type presents. So that was super cool. But I guess that's it. For this time. I don't know what I'll talk about next time, but hopefully I'll see everybody then. Okay, thanks, bye.
You have been listening to Rabbit's Ramblings. If you would like to see the show notes or feed the bunny by sending a donation, you can find the show website at www.rabbit.com slash podcast slash rabbitsramblings.html. When you type Rabbit's Ramblings, don't use the space. If you would like to send me an email, you can do so at rabbit at rabbit.com. If you like my page, you can also post on Facebook at rabbit.com. You can follow me on YouTube at rabbitdot.com. I have a page on Patreon at www.patreon.com slash rabbit, R-A-B-B number one T. You can set up a monthly recurring subscription there at a price point of your choice. Be sure to put the number one in place of I anytime you type rabbit. Rabbit's Ramblings is copyright Eric Stryker using a Creative Commons Attribution Non-Derivatives License 2019.